Hello and welcome to the Paddle School Podcast. Your host and paddle coach Sandy here. Each episode I will share with you my paddle coaching experience, bringing you top tips, latest news from around the world and interviewing some of the leaders in the industry and all to help you play your best paddle. So let's not waste any more time, get comfortable and enjoy the episode. Today we have an interesting episode interviewing Sam Jones. Now he's one of the few players that's come up through the UK. He started as a junior playing at about 13 or 14 years old, competed for the British junior team and now competes for the British senior team. So today we're going to talk about his experience as a player, but also any advice that he's got for younger players that are just starting on that journey now. First of all, uh, thank you very much, Sam, for for coming on this podcast. Uh, It's great to have you on here. And I think it's our first podcast that we're, we're kind of chatting to a player that has come through and started playing paddle from a young age. Um, could you just explain how you got into paddle in the first place? Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And um, yeah, when I was younger, I was always into tennis, playing a lot when I was younger, about three, I got into tennis. And then about 14, paddle came to Devolo Chigua, which was where I played tennis. And I didn't really know what it was because I, in England, it never been seen before. And so... I was I was playing tennis and then one guy came over to me and said, let's just have a hit on this to want the volleys and everything like that. And and I had a go. Um, and then, yeah, by the end of it, I loved it. And then by the end of that year, I started playing more paddle than tennis. And then that's how I got into it. And and so when did you kind of give up tennis to take, take on paddle? So at 14, I was playing both tennis and paddle at like a high level. Well, not a high level, tennis at a high level and paddle just beginning, but playing a lot. And then by the age of 15, I completely stopped tennis to, to play way more paddle. So, yeah, that was when I, when I first started playing paddle properly, like all the time, like passionately and everything was when I was 15. And uh, kind of having seen you um, kind of develop and play over the last kind of six, seven years, you, you almost went straight into learning the correct technique at an early age. Yeah, that, that massively helped. I mean, I had one really good coach called Gawad, um, who the technique is like he taught me the technique that's where I got it from and it just makes it so much easier like the that's the base the base of like paddle I'd say technique and then as I as I got older and stuff it made the shots more easier because I had like a a decent technique to to learn it from yeah and 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 I think that's almost a, a kind of common problem with paddle is that players are so often playing in matches 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 and social games and they never actually spend enough time learning that technique at the beginning and I mean that's obviously something that you would advise oh for sure for sure because like at the start it doesn't really matter how you get the ball over the net providing you get it over the net you feel good about yourself but then when you get better and you play against better people then you start getting a bit found out if your your technique's not not that that great like you start getting a, these shots off the wall whatever where you've got a massive swing you're going to be mistiming it and everything like that so it's okay at the start but then if you don't have the right technique kind of thing in the in the later stages when you play against good players, that's when it can be a bit more of trouble for you. And when you obviously said you started playing at 14, when, when did you start kind of entering tournaments, whether it's local tournaments or, or any kind of matches? Well, there was like a, I remember the first tournament I played was like a local club tournament. One year in, more or less, 14, I played one tournament. And then I didn't really play any of the British tournaments because I didn't feel I had the level. Once I got better, that's when I started entering the, the, the British tournament. So when I was about 15, I would say, is when I started playing tournaments every month, every, every so often. Not high level, but, you know, just tournaments. 
And and that kind of approach is an interesting approach because obviously, you know, there's a lot of juniors um, in the UK, but also in, in other countries that are, are starting to play more and more. Um, but mainly the tournaments are catered for adults. So do you feel like it was a, a kind of valuable experience as a junior playing in the adults tournament? Yeah, 100%. I would really recommend playing playing these tournaments like at a young age, no matter if you've got the level, if you haven't got the level to, to just start really. Because then, like it's one thing I wish I did differently, really, because I didn't start playing the really high level tournaments until I was almost at the level. Whereas if you kind of just start when you're 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 just starting and you haven't really got the level, you kind of just get used to it. You get used to playing in the in the in that sort of situation when you when the pressure's on you and you're nervous. You kind of just get used to it. And then now you'll be playing the tournaments and you'll be not even nervous when you start. Kind of when you when you play the match, you'll be you'll be ready for it because you haven't you've been used to it for it since you're a young kid. Yeah, and that's and that's for me one of the nice things about paddle. You know, compared to say tennis, it'd be very difficult for a junior to enter an adult tennis tournament. But in paddle, it's it's a kind of lot easier, and, and also you do have the option of as a junior playing with an adult, which is probably an even better way. Which is why I played with my coach a couple of times um, in the big tournament. You played against really good players. Like me by myself, I'd get killed, you know. But with him there, it was like nice. I felt comfortable with him and he was always keeping me positive and everything. And so, yeah, we kind of like, I just grew from, from that experience. You know, you walk out losing, but in a way you've done well because you've, you've competed at that level and you've played it. And, and yes, yeah, it's, it's a nice feeling after the match. On a slightly kind of different area, but continuing with that, obviously a lot of parents like their their children to play in tennis because, you know, they're sociable. There's a lot of juniors at the tournaments, things like that. And um, this decision to go in the direction of paddle, it sounds like it was mainly your decision as opposed to your parents. Yeah, of course. So how do they, how do they feel about you kind of pursuing a sport that there weren't really many juniors in? Yeah, um, well, my parents are great. They always support me no matter what I want to do. Um, my mum was obviously more on the tennis side because she grew up playing tennis and my dad was more on the sports side. So whichever sport I was playing, he wasn't too bothered. But once they started seeing how paddle was and I was, we were going to Spain in the summer to, well, for a holiday and also to play a bit of paddle and stuff like that. And once they seen how big it was out there and all the people have, having like a game and then afterwards going to the restaurant to have a nice little, a nice little drink or a little bit of tapas in Spain. And um and yeah, they, they saw it and they seen how, how much of a nice sport it is and everyone's so friendly, so social about it. And they were really in, into me getting in the, into it, even though I was the only junior at the time. And it definitely, I mean, I think it definitely helps going to Spain as well because you go to most of the clubs and you see hundreds of juniors on the courts and, you know, you can, as a parent, I think you probably can see, you know, the, the kind of fun and the enjoyment that they're having on the court and you think, oh, this actually is a sport that, you know, my, my, my child could play whereas at the, in England we don't unfortunately or the UK we don't have that just yet but hopefully that's uh, that's around the corner yeah it's not it's not here right now but I, I do feel like in the next few months to, to a year that the sport is really growing it's, it's growing up fast right here with new clubs opening and now with the LTA involved um, it's growing massively with with all the new clubs and all, and all the new courts being made and everything um, and I do feel like what happened to me was that I was a tennis player and I got involved in paddle and I kind of changed. And I feel like a lot of the LTA kids that coach we made, they will, um, they will change. They, they will, not all of them, but there will be some that feel like maybe they haven't got the level to, to get in tennis or they're not really enjoying it or whatever like that. And they will start to play more paddle and, 
and I do feel like it will definitely grow with them um, with the kids coming in. And, and, and so just kind of veering a little bit back to, to your uh, junior kind of career and um, how old were you when you played your first uh, kind of world championship say representing GB? Um, you mean the juniors or the adults? The jun- juniors. Um, I was when I went for to Mexico in 2015 I was 15 yeah I was 15 when I went I played in the under 18s because of the the lack of kids we had so I was one of the better ones so I played in the under 18s with Christian even though it wasn't my age group I still played there and it was a great I mean some of the some of the kids from Spain from Argentina Brazil they were insane like it was just, it was like a complete you know like eye opener to how good you can be like because I, I'd never seen anyone play that good that was that was like my age kind of thing and I go to Spain and everyone in England giving me like a great oh you're so good you're so good and you go to against Spain and you lose like love and love winning like three points in the first set and it's like wow it's just like a different level and then so that really although it was like um I got killed in most matches against Spain against Argentina it was a great experience and I, I loved it because I got to see how it can be played and it kind of like really inspired me and and, and I was like oh I want to be like that so I was like I, I learned some players like there was Tapia was there and and Javi Garrido, he was all there. They were all all playing and stuff like that. And it was just an amazing, amazing situation to be in to watch these guys play against each other at such a young age. Yeah, and I, I mean, all the the players in you know in the Spanish and Argentinian team, most of them do go on to be professional players. So I mean, and I, I've seen it in in the last junior world championships. The level is is so high, um, and so obviously finishing that tournament, you came back to the UK, and that kind of it kind of egged you on to to get into your training and to to start playing more tournaments, presumably. When I came back from Mexico, I kind of like really wanted to improve and 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 develop and stuff and try to get to the level of them. So when I came back, I started training more physically in the gym, going for runs to try to get my fitness up. Even though I wasn't unfit, I thought I could be fitter. So I started doing that. I started playing more tournaments. I started training more times a week. I started training a bit more. I always used to love training, like as in playing points. And in this, I started doing more, more baskets and stuff like that to to try to get to the level. So it didn't definitely inspire me to train a bit harder and a bit more, more, more like them. Yeah. So, so obviously now, I mean, paddle is a, a kind of developing sport, and um, and I'm not saying it's necessarily easy to get in the GB team, but it is easier than say a sport like tennis. From your experience, having played in the Junior World Championships, you know, what what kind of advice would you give to to players taking up paddle now because I mean if they were to focus and to train hard and to to do well now it's most you know they, they have a good chance of representing the country and you know how does that how does that kind of relate to to their kind of performance in the sport do you think especially if you come from a tennis background or even any racket sport background you've got a, a big chance of getting to the GB team just because right now there's not as many juniors as are in, in other countries they can start you know training a little bit of tennis even if they don't want to drop it completely they can start playing yeah and 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 I think you're a, a good example of that as well because I mean you spent your whole junior career in in the UK and didn't you I mean you were you were training in the UK playing the adult tournaments and really only recently you've you've kind of moved to Spain so you know and, and I think now there's a lot more tournaments in paddle in the UK than there were when you were. Oh, 100%. Yeah, now there's one or two a month in, in, in England. And when I, when I was playing back in England, there was maybe one or two every two to three months. It was, and although now there's more good players in England, back then there used to be more players that came over from Spain to, to play these tournaments. And I remember that's how I met my coach, actually. Um, 
Gabo came over to play with a guy called Caetano, who they both play really, really good. And I was there like 15 or 16, um, kind of one of my first sort of tournaments. And it was a really good match. It was Maui and Drini and Frankie Langan against Gabo and Caetano. And it was um, the final. And I remember Gabo being really, really good, really funny, like talking to the to the crowd, um, laughing, joking, because he was a bit better than I would say he was a bit better at the time than everyone else. He had a super good technique and he was Mexican and he was a bit cheeky the way he played and stuff like that. And I remember after the match, it wasn't me because I'm, I'm not the sort of person that would do it. My sister somehow went over and started talking to him. He said he'd seen me play the uh, match before and he said that, you know, he likes that I was like passionate, whatever. And, and he said like, you know, you should come to Spain one summer to train. And so the next time we went out to train, and that's where I really started, you know, seeing how it could be played, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good story anyway for, you know, a reason for juniors to play these tournaments. Even if, you know, like you say, like, you know, they might, their level might not be quite the, 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 the right for the tournament, they, they get to play these matches and also watch some of the, you know, the good players playing and, and get that kind of feeling for, for how the game should be played. And nowadays, all of these British tournaments like, you know, yourself, myself, and a lot of the top British players are playing them. So there's definitely some, some good paddle, isn't there, towards the end of those tournaments? Oh, for sure. Near the quarterfinals, semifinals, now there's some, some really good matches. I would say there's definitely 10 to 12 GB players that similar level, all really good high level. So just, just kind of uh, changing track a little bit here now, we'll talk about you moving to Spain. So recently you've moved to Barcelona, haven't you, to, to train? Yeah, about two years ago. And, and so at the moment, are you studying and training out there or you've just gone purely for the training? Um, right now, I, when I moved out, I just finished my A-levels. Um, so I kind of took a gap year. I'm, right now, I'm just, study, I'm just playing. No studying at the moment. I do work a little bit, but not really. Um, I just mainly play and, and train and stuff every day. And then there was always the option that if I wanted to, to go to university or college, or whatever, I could always do that at a later age. So we kind of took the view that right now I'm 18. I'm fortunate. I have the opportunity to, to play, be out there every day and play. And, and how has the, the training been out there? Obviously, you've got so many good players out there. You've got access to good coaching, good tournaments. Um, you know, have you felt, did you feel an immediate improvement in your game from going out there? I learned so much about the game in terms of how to play it rather than as in what shot to hit at the right moment and where to stand, like positioning. And I, they always said I had like, you know, from tennis, I had, had the ability to hit the ball. But then I started learning where to hit the ball, what shot to do, what pace to hit the ball and all the sort of right ingredients to make the shot perfect in a way, you know. So that was what I really learned at the start. And now and now training with, with Paola and Ricky, um, who both, com- well, Paola competed in World Power Tour for like eight years. She was number one in the world. Ricky's, you know, 50 or 60 in the world right now. And so they definitely taught me a lot in, in terms of how to play the game. And also, I mean, you've got a lot more tournaments there. The, the, the tournament structure is great. And, and now you're, you know, obviously you're playing FIPs. You're playing some of the local tournaments in Spain, a, a mixture, even maybe some of the pre-previews as well. That level of competition is, is obviously a big factor for improving your game, I think, as well, right? Yeah, no, for sure. That, that's, that's probably the, the biggest difference in terms of Spain compared to anywhere else in the, in the world is just how many tournaments they've got. They've got three or four per week in every city in Spain, really. And I'm in Barcelona and it's one of the bigger ones. So there's, there's a lot of players, a lot of tournaments and, and I love playing them now. I play once every 
every week, which is which is great. And it's really it's really important to play tournaments because if you train all day but you don't play tournaments, and when you get to a match, it's a complete different situation, and you're not going to be used to it. You know, we're ready, so it's it's important to play as many tournaments as you can, really, because that's when that's where that's where it matters. Um, and and when it comes to these tournaments, or when it comes to the the World Championships, obviously. You and I, we played together in the last European Championships for the first time, and actually, I really enjoyed playing with you. And I felt that I felt our, our style of plays worked well. So, when when you're looking for a partner, what do you personally look for in a partner and um, for these competitions? Because you kept me calm, you know, you, it's always uplifting me, keeping me positive, and saying, "Don't worry, next one, next one." Because, like, what I hate in a partner is when when you play and you miss a shot. And your partner kind of pulls a face, they roll their eyes, or they they kind of don't support you and, and don't don't bother high fiving you, or whatever, like giving you that little bit of like extra motivation to to do well. That's what I hate is when they kind of just like look away. I hate it. It's quite common in paddle as well. Yeah, <laughs> like... very common. I mean, I paddle is a two player sport. You know, you're you're a team, so you kind of got to work together and. and and when someone doesn't give you the right attitude towards you, if you even if you miss a shot, I just feel like it's not it's not sporting, it's not very nice. So I do definitely look for someone that doesn't get angry, which which was perfect because I had made a million mistakes in our match. I remember against France, and he was always there trying to to keep me next one, don't worry, next one, which is really important. I feel that's that's one of the main things I look for. But speaking of the, that ma- you know that match against France, we and and we have this in every. British tournament whenever we go together because all of our players are in different places it's very difficult for us to train and get used to playing with each other and you know I feel like by the end of the week you and I were used to playing with each other but obviously the tournament's finished by then so it's <laughs> it's kind of difficult yeah yeah no that's definitely that's definitely one thing that the GB team has got to work on is that we've got to try to get more training days together so we can get used to playing with each other more often because you see the the French team the Swedish team they're all they're all improving because they're all based in the same area they all play with each other every week they all have you know training days where they they see each other and and it, and it does definitely help you can see that because the way they play they know what they're going to do and it definitely does make a difference Ours, you're based in Dubai I'm in Spain you've got some in England you've got some all over the world so it's like it's difficult to, to, to arrange something like that, but we've got to do it. And in that way, we can definitely increase our, our team performance. So talking about the teams uh, there, how would you compare the kind of juniors to the adults when it comes to the experience uh, as a player? Um, obviously, I feel like there's more pressure for me in the adults as I'm a younger, I'm only 20 years old. So everyone there is a bit older than me. So I do feel like there's a, I've got a point to prove as why I'm there kind of kind of thing like, you know, because I'm, I'm younger than a bunch of people there, is it does I do put pressure on myself in terms of that. But I do, I do love the juniors. I do miss it. You know, with the atmosphere, the team atmosphere, and and all the parents there, and all the everyone kind of supporting you. That was good. But yeah, I mean, they're both amazing to play, and I, I love both of them really. I couldn't really pick a favourite, I guess. But they do. They're both nice to play in. So just kind of looking into the future a little bit, like what what are your plans for the next couple of years? You know, are you focusing on the FIPs or World Paddle Tours or, or what? Uh... I do. I do want to focus more on the tournaments in the next few years. I've been only recently. I've just been getting into tournaments, playing a lot. Last over the last few months, six months, seven months, I've been playing tournaments pretty much every week. And I do feel like it's made difference. So I'm going to keep going that way, playing in the FIPS, in, in the World Pad Tours, you know, travelling around the world to play these tournaments. I do feel like that's important. 
And so I'm going to keep doing that over the next few years. That's, the, that's my main goal is to play these tournaments and also live a little bit because like in, in the FIPS, there's all these tournaments in all over the world, in Tokyo, in Belgium, Germany, all around Europe, all around the world. So I'm definitely going to start, you know, playing these tournaments and traveling and seeing the world a little bit. It's, it's, a, it's a win-win situation for me. And, and I think also, even though maybe it means you're playing with a different partner, because people get so stuck on playing with the same person, I think it's also a good experience for you to, to play with different partners. And, and Yeah, definitely. I was going to say, and in the, Dubai, in the Dubai tournament, you actually had to play on the left side, when normally you're a right side player, but you, you, you played on the left side, which I, I also think is probably a good experience for you as well. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Playing with with a lefty in Ryan in Dubai um, is it was great to play in the backhand. You know, you got to experience these sort of things, try 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 new things out. And although I my favourite side playing on the backhand, it was still fun. I still tried my hardest and and had a good time with Ryan and everything. And and yeah, it's important to play with a bunch of different partners because that way you learn different styles of plays, you learn different different shots, different positions, different, and you kind of get more adapted to to an all-round game kind of thing. If you play with one person for for all your life and you go to a different partner, then you could be in trouble with, with how they play because you're not too sure. So I do feel like right now it's important to to play with different people, get different, you know, different styles and everything like that. And also I hope um, you're going to continue to play some of the UK tournaments because I think it's, and for myself as well, it's really important for the juniors and the players coming through the game to see us playing those tournaments. And that's it. It's important. Yeah, no, I'll definitely be coming back to play to play the GB tournaments as well, the British tournaments. Um, so, Sam, last, last question. Um, and I, I kind of always finish with this, this type of question when it, it comes to the podcast. Um, if there was one thing that you know now that you wish you'd known at the beginning, what would it be? Um, Okay, I would say if I could change one thing about it was before, I've said it before in, in, in this podcast, it would be that just to play the tournaments, even if you haven't got the level, just to play the tournaments at the, at the biggest level because that way you're just going to get, I, I kind of, not regret it, but when I was 15, if I played the tournaments in the A grade where there was a really good player, I'd be less nervous now playing in, in the big tournaments, you know? So I kind of feel like you get used to it more if you play more so I wish I kind of started a bit younger as in the big tournaments okay um, well Sam thank you very much for, for doing this podcast with me and, and for taking the time and, and hopefully of you and course. I get to got nothing else to do <laughs> hopefully you and I get to play together in um, you know in, in, in a tournament this summer yeah for sure well let's let's see but it'll be amazing if we can get back out there sooner rather than later and start playing these tournaments again so great speaking to Sam Jones today, a player that's represented GB for both the junior team and the adult team. And I think the take home message is always to try and play tournaments, even if it might be out of your comfort zone, because that's really the best way to improve. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe. Please share this with any parents or players that are involved in the junior game. And hopefully you'll join us for the next episode.